What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This week on the show, our pop culture news We talk about the latest Marvel movie, Thor, Love and Thunder, and fortune cookies. It is July 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and I am joined this week by Evan. That's me. And Linnea hasn't seen the movie yet, so it's just... Evan and I talking about the movie today. She's also busy with a marching band. Yeah. Yeah, she's joined up marching band. She she doesn't actually play a, a instrument. Well, I, she does play the violin, but she doesn't play a marching band instrument. She's doing Color Guard, so she's been super busy with that. Color we'll, Guard is one of the people who just wave, wave a flag around. They wave. Well, I'm sure they do more than that. And they do cool tricks with the flag. <laughs> yep. So yeah, for the next few months, Lynette's going to be super busy with that, so she still should be able to do most of our podcasts with us, I would think. Hopefully. All right, so pop culture news. Would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, what do you this, have this week? This is just like something I found out about this week. I really don't know much about it, but a cool like animated series that I finished watching recently called Adventure Time is getting a new show. On HBO Max. Animated, I hope, right? Yeah, it's still animated. The original Adventure Time is 10 seasons, and in a few of those episodes, they have this version of the show where it's just all the characters' gender was swapped. Like, if this one character was a boy, he would now be a girl. (laughs) And, like, this is just a fan fiction being written by one of the characters in the story. And now, apparently, this idea is getting its own show, which is 10 episodes with that air each 30 minutes. And when's it going to air? I think 2023. I'm not sure. So did you see a a trailer for it, or did you just read something about it? I just heard about it on YouTube. Okay. Sounds interesting. And you recently watched the whole series. Yeah. And just a a quick summary. So what, what is the show about? I don't, I think I've seen one or two, but I really don't know anything about it. Adventure Time is in, like, this weird world where our, like, two main characters are Finn the Human and Jake the Dog. And a bunch of people have in this world have magical powers or they're made out of candy. It's very weird, but fun. Okay. There's a lot of story in it. Was it ten seasons, you said? It was ten seasons. Okay. And how many episodes per season? Some have, like, 50 and others have 20. Okay, so it varies. It varies. Okay. Interesting. Well, my news this week is that 
like you, I found out something just today, I think. And that is there is going to be a Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out. It's called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It's coming out March 3rd, 2023. Has some big names in it. Has Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, just a few of the people in it. There's a trailer out. I I just noticed the trailer right before we started recording this, so yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it? No. No, okay. I'm I'm a little leery of it just because the last time they attempted to make a Dungeons & Dragons movie, it was panned pretty bad. The concept of Dungeons & Dragons as a movie just doesn't really work for me. Because Dungeons & Dragons feels like it's like meant to be a game. Right. I agree. Like, in the movie, are they just going to be in the middle of the battle and somebody takes out some giant dice, rolls them on the ground, they get a 20 and they punch the villain? I think the thing about Dungeons & Dragons is it's something that you play yourself and you make your own story with you you and your friends. I think if you're going to make a fantasy movie, take take a property that already exists and turn it into a fantasy movie that people can enjoy or they you know there's a fan base built in. I mean, I mean they there should. is a fan base for Dungeons and Dragons, but but no one is going to see their own game in this movie, so it's not like they have any attachment to it. They should make the movie be like where you're able to have different options and that changes the story of the movie. (laughs) You just progressively watch it and every now and then you got to like vote on a different option with the rest of the theater. That'd be fun. Well, I guess we should move on to our review of Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder takes place after Avengers Endgame in which Thor gets very fat and ends up leaving with the Guardians of the Galaxy to go on some missions. It starts off with Thor and the Guardians, like, saving some towns, and then we also find out about the terrible, dastardly Gore the God Butcher, who is the villain of this movie. He swore to kill all the gods after one god didn't help him and ended up killing his daughter by not giving him rain. So basically now he's just really mad at the gods and he's rampaging them all. And Thor and his buddy, what's his name? Oh, Korg. Yeah, Korg. They have to go save the world from this evil god butcher. Along the way, they reunite in New Asgard with the Valkyrie and Jane Foster, who was Thor's ex-girlfriend. So, what are your thoughts about this movie, Dad? Just first thoughts. First thoughts? I thought it was pretty average. <laughs> that's my that's my initial thought. So we watched it just this past weekend. Uh, I think coming after the, to me, what was the wildly successful Thor Ragnarok, I guess my expectations for this movie were pretty high, and I don't think this movie reached them. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a good movie, and that Taika Waititi g- did good. But after Ragnarok, everybody had too high expectations for this. I feel like everybody's expectations for this movie kind of like led to a lot of the problems that people are seeing with it. I fe- I would feel like. Mm-hmm. So what what problems? People are complaining about how the story of this movie is both like really intense at some moments but also like they make jokes a lot and stuff 
And I feel like that's like Taika Waititi in the first movie did a really good job balancing all that. But pe- people bo- asked for both of those things. And he tried to do his best at both of them. But they don't really end up being so well together. So I think Thor Ragnarok, the humor worked because it, it seemed to be part of the story. Like The humor was worked into the story, it almost seemed like. And in this movie, I felt that everything that was trying to be funny was just put there because it was funny and it was trying to be funny. It was just sort of, let's put this joke here and let's put this joke here. And the, to me, the jokes didn't serve the story at all. They were just there to be humorous and funny. I can see that. <laughs> so the director, Taika Waititi, he plays Korg or does the voice of Korg. Yeah. And I almost feel like I, I feel like he's trying to insert himself in the movie too much. I I think it worked in Thor Ragnarok because he was more of just a bit person that Thor runs into and he helps with some exposition and I I feel like this movie is trying to become a main character and I don't know, it just it just didn't work for me that much. No, I think Korg did good in this movie. I feel like his role was better. Oh, okay. <laughs> because, I mean, like, he seemed... <laughs> he did a very good job with, like, the voice acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I liked his tone still. And I feel like his character was interesting enough to still be appealing. But, yeah, I guess he would be a bit overly inserted. I feel like though he was fine for me okay do you agree with all the people saying like that there that the movie feels like it's two different genres of like scary and also funny at different times scary or like just more action stuff Hmm. i don't know i'm trying to think of of the action so we have so we're gonna call this a spoiler free review yeah so uh, i won't get into any specifics the action to me felt very light. It didn't feel like there was stakes to anything. There, there's an action set piece that uh, sets kind of the main story in motion where Thor has to go off and, and do something, just trying to be spoiler-free. And I don't know, it just it just seems like any of the action just didn't seem that impactful. Yeah, I, I now, guess. Now, Courtney, now you just saw it just a few minutes ago. You just got back from seeing it the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any difference between seeing it first time and the second time? Things you noticed that you didn't notice before? I did notice, like, more action scenes. But it feels like there's a lot of action in the second half of the movie and a lot less in the first half. Like, after a specific moment, all like, there's just a lot more action. And I think that that's, like, interesting. So in the trailers, we, so we're talking about trying to be spoiler-free. So in the trailers, we see we see Jane Foster, so we know she's in it. Wielding tra- Thor's hammer. Right. In the trailers, we see some Guardians of the Galaxy. And I have to say, right off the bat, I guess I had expected more from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this movie... What they were in it probably for five minutes. <laughs> and they were or, in it for at least seven. Uh, yeah, so I guess that was one thing that kind of took me aback. 
And I guess maybe that's the trailer not trying to give much away. But then again, when you see a trailer that has them in it, I I sort of expect them to be in the movie more. But it is called Thor Love and Thunder. It's not called Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Just in terms of the story, I kind of feel like the story was all over the place. It felt like there were so many things going on. We had we had some opening scenes. We had scenes here on Earth. We had flashbacks. We have scenes on other planets that don't even have Thor. We have scenes on mystical planes. We have... It seems like we were bopping around to way too many places. Yeah. I felt that in the first movie, but not really with the second movie. The second time I watched it. Oh, uh uh-huh. Don't know why I said the first and second. (laughs) Because the first time I watched it, it was, like, all complicated and, oh, my God. But the second time, I already knew, like, where they were going to go. And it made me feel, like, better about looking at stuff in the background and enjoying the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like watching this twice might be a better idea than watching it once. Okay. So character-wise, we have Thor. Again, we're just just trying to be spoiler-free, so things that we saw in the trailer. We know that Thor is in it. We know Valkyrie's in it. We know Jane Foster's in it. What do we think of Thor? How did Thor do in this movie? Thor did great in it. I I liked his character. There's nothing really bad that I can say about Thor's job in this movie. Chris Hemsworth did good. Uh, Valkyrie. What do you think of Valkyrie? I like Valkyrie's character a lot more in this movie than I did in the first one. Because I feel like she... You, has mean, a, you mean Ragnarok? Oh yeah, Ragnarok. The first two are just terrible, so they're out of my mind. I mean, I haven't even seen the second one, but I know it's terrible. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh... Valkyrie did... A, I liked Valkyrie's character a lot more, because I feel like This touched more on her backstory. So not only did we learn more about her, but we also, like, got to see what she was doing in all this time. She was doing for king jobs and stuff. Mm -hmm. See, I actually feel totally the opposite. I think she had more story in Ragnarok, where she was first introduced, and she was much more of a, let's say, you know, she's a warrior, a fighter, She's got her own personality. I I think in this movie, you know, when when last we saw her, Thor put her in charge of New Asgard. And in this movie, I feel like she's just kind of there and she's doing her New Asgard thing, but I don't feel like she has much of the spirit and gumption and determination that she had in the previous movie. And I don't know, maybe that's just because She's the president or king or queen or whatever you want to call her. But at one point in the movie, she's trying to get something done, and Thor just comes in and totally upstages her. And I I don't know, that really bothered me, because I thought she should have been able to do that on her own. I don't know. That That's just my thought on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Foster. It's good to see her again. I like Natalie Portman. I think she does a good job. I I liked I liked it, but it wasn't like the best. I for some reason I felt stakes with a bunch of other characters, but not really with her. Like we we knew about like everything going on in her life, and I feel like you were supposed to feel stakes, but I just didn't really feel 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for as much as she was in the movie, to me it didn't seem like we spent nearly enough time with her. We have like a short scene describing everything going on in her life. If that could have been longer and like it could have touched on more people, I feel like that would have been more interesting. What do you think about Gore? How How good did he do? Gore, the villain of the show, trying to be spoiler free. I think Gore was was fine. I thought he was pretty good right up until the end. And then once again, I felt like there was a big switcheroo at the end, which to me, I mean, I saw why they did it, but it didn't really make that much sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's hard to it's hard to say without without saying spoilers. So, yeah, let's just say so I think for 90% of the movie, Gore did a good job. And then at the end, I thought the choices in the, the script. Now, again, this is not, not the actor. I think it's, you know, the, the script or the writing. I didn't quite buy what happened right at the end. For Gore, I think he did good. For me, I found the end believable. I mean, I really liked his character. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of people are saying it wasn't like as good as the character in the comics. Mm. I I know a bit about that whole story arc and I in the comics he's like way more like brutal and like oh he's really butchering these gods. Oh okay. But I mean here he still did good. Yeah, I I mean I I I think the actor did a, did a fine job. I like Christian Bale. He's a good actor. Maybe the comics would be more interesting, but I think this is like a very cool idea of having like this character who's actually like committed to both murdering and also his daughter mm-hmm. so yeah um i don't know <laughs> i liked him okay good good i think two other major players which i just thought of and again i don't <laughs> trying to be spoiler free but so thor had a hammer called molnir and uh now he has this new axe do you remember the name of Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. And they almost seem like characters in this movie as well. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of what frustrates me is that I think they became too much of a focus in the story. It's as if they are characters that Thor is trying to talk to and deal with. And I don't know. To me, they should just be items. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I found all that really fun and interesting. Okay. Yeah, I guess for me it was just it just got a little bit tedious. Yeah. So uh, some of the visuals, we had some pretty cool visuals. Yeah, I feel like the effects in this were good, and there were cool shots and stuff. I like the whole shadowy thing that Gore has going on, mm-hmm. like all of, all of his shadow related powers. I <laughs> even before Gore, I. Like, for years, I was always like, if I wanted one superpower, it would be to turn into shadows. So I just found Gore's power cool. Uh, Kids. There's a lot of kids in this movie. What did you think of them? I liked Heimdall's kid. All the other ones were believable enough to work for me. Okay. But yeah, they just, they work. They're a good plot device in this movie. Okay, good, yeah. That's, what, that's all that I really have to say about them. Yeah, they're kind of there. Yeah, again, yeah, I think the actor they chose to play Heimdall's kid was, was good. I like their performance. I hope we see them again. Hopefully. 
Oh, man, it, look, it looks like we're both stumped right now. <laughs> well, it's you know it's hard to talk about something without giving away spoilers. There's you know, and it is brand new, so I don't want to go too much into it. So I guess it's more just some of our general thoughts. It is very hard to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our fourth Thor movie. Would would you be interested in seeing a fifth one? It would be interesting. I feel like they left off his character at a good point for either another movie or, like, not. I feel like, yeah, at this point they could use him as a side character or as a main character. And either of those would work for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we were, when we were talking about uh, Doctor Strange, I was saying that I liked him more as a side character versus a main character. Uh, yeah, Thor, to me, Thor could be either. I think he works by himself or with an ensemble. So I wouldn't mind seeing him again, but I, I almost feel like Marvel has moved on. I mean, they have so many of these new up-and-coming superheroes now that I almost wonder if it would be hard to get back to some of these original people. Yeah, I So guess. I almost I almost think that, you know, he might do some small appearances here and there, but it would seem funny to me to make a whole other Thor movie when they they have all these other heroes that I imagine they want to cash in on. But then again, they're turning out this stuff nonstop, so I wonder if that might be a little of my middle of the road reaction to this is that I'm maybe I'm just getting marveled out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, a lot of people are, it mm-hmm. seems like. I feel like Marvel recently has been definitely trying to focus more on making movies m- more. And, like, I mean, for a good reasoning, there are way more characters now that you would need to t- touch on, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Which may be a problem for them. If they keep on adding new characters and then... <laughs> They're not, like, killing them at a fast enough rate. <laughs> then, yeah, you would you would start having to churn out more and more movies that progressively get, like, eh, to, eh, to, oh. Yeah. Well, then every movie, you know, it's a whole, it's a number of years. You know, you can only have so many in production at a time. What they do, maybe, what, three or four a year? Yeah, nowadays. And so then you're going to have to do a lot of these group movies like I think there isn't one of the upcoming movies called The Marvels yeah and it's gonna have Captain Marvel and and uh, Ms. Marvel. Marvel and I believe uh, the woman from WandaVision yeah Monica Rambo. what do they call her power or her superhero name oh I think it's Spectrum yeah so I think those three are going to be in a movie together so that'll take care of three <laughs> So, yeah, they're going to have to start producing more of that. And also now, since they have Disney+, Plus, they're also going to want to start making more shows. Well, right, yeah. I mean, that's where we're getting all these. Yeah. These so, shows. So they're going to segue from shows into movies. And, and then from movies into shows. We're and then gonna we have whole, you know, I've, I've, we also have uh, Echo. We already have a series about Echo. And I've, and I've read that Daredevil is going to be in that, along with Kingpin. It's just ever growing, and I don't know. I think there's going to be a saturation point. <laughs> when are they going to stop making movies? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> or <laughs> maybe when people stop going, they're going to have to start murdering superheroes. <laughs> We're going to need a hero butcher. Or they, not just, a God they butcher. just need to retire. Yeah. 
Anyway, I know, getting far afield. So, yeah, back to Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Should we just wrap it up? Sure. Okay. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. I'll go first. Okay. So when I first heard about this movie, Thor, Love and Thunder, I I remember reading some reviews about how um, Taika Waititi said, oh, yeah, you know, there's so many things in here that it shouldn't work. And unfortunately, I think it, for me at least, it, it didn't really work. I think it was pretty average. I loved Thor in Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was such an awesome movie, and I don't think anything could catch up to that because that's probably one of my favorite of the entire Marvel series. So, like I said, I think my expectations for this movie were pretty high, and yeah, this, it didn't really live up to it. It was it was fun to see Thor. It was fun to see Jane. Fun to see Valkyrie. I love Tessa Thompson, uh, the the uh, the actress who plays Valkyrie, but. Yeah, I don't know. This movie just felt kind of flat for me. I don't really even have much desire to see it again because, like, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it was fine. So I think uh, overall I'm just going to give it just a straight five. I thought it was pretty average. Okay. This movie had way too much pressure put on it to expect to be, like, better than Ragnarok and stuff. High expectations were kind of like what made everybody think this was bad. But it's not bad. I I really enjoyed it because I I really didn't have that high expectations for it. I just wanted it to be good. And it was. It's better than the last two Thor movies before Ragnarok. So um, I'll give it a seven because I like it. All right. Good. Good. If you people out there have your opinions or want to send us what you think, please do. Uh, Drop us an email. Lunchboxreaction at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. All right, should we move on to fortune cookies? Sure. Okay, let's see what our fortunes say this week. Okay, my fortune is prosperity belongs to those who can learn things the fastest. Mm, Nice. My fortune is now is a good time to expand your repertoire of skills and knowledge. Except if you're Marvel, don't expand your repertoire. No, they need to expand their repertoire. Well, don't expand their Of, of skills and knowledge. Yeah, yeah. We have enough characters. We just need skills and knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that about wraps up this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thanks to my co-host, Brian. That's me. And thanks to you, the listener. You can check us out on the web at Lunchbox Reaction. Check us out on Twitter. And if you feel so implied... We also have a giveaway going on, a three-set book series of The Last Kid on Earth, all hardcover, Last Kids on Earth. It's, it's basically about a bunch of kids in the apocalypse. And, uh, yeah. And how can they enter to win it? Uh, you just got to tr- tell us your favorite episode. You can... Tell us on Twitter or send us an email. Send us an email at lunchboxreaction at gmail.com or send us a tweet on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at lunchboxreact. Yeah, just uh, do either one of those. Tell us your favorite episode of our uh, 90... This is episode 96, so we have lots of episodes to choose from. Yeah, tell us which one are ones you like. And uh, You can even say this one. <laughs> you could. And then, yeah, you'll be entered in a drawing, and when we get to our 100th episode, we will draw any names that we have, and uh, 
and there will be one lucky winner. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Goodbye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.